Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash i-d-o-w-o-r-k-h-e-r-e-l-a-d-y. Our first post of this episode comes from Onyxarge and it's titled Dense Supervisor. The backstory, the year is 2003, and the mighty Kmart still stands. Friend got me the job of being a highly touted Utlati associate aka cart pusher for the summer. Easy job, working with other kids my age goofing off while getting carts. However, the manager decided our supervisor would be some bitch from customer service. As soon as this was announced, she would order us around for no reason, making us less efficient. Luckily, she had duties inside the store and only bothered us half the time. The event, a huge storm ripped through the area. Power outages, trees down, the whole shebang. I was off that day but it was payday. Storm damage be damned, I'm getting my check. The what they were operating, without power, was customers would walk to the entrance, tell them what utens they need, and an associate would run through the dark store getting the items like some demented, dangerous treasure hunt. I get there and walk through the doors. Manager was at the front and at least she knew who I was, and why I was there, I head to the customer service desk and hear that damn woman's voice, Ms. all-powerful supervisor, behind me, excuse me. Sir, I keep walking. She not talking to me surely. Sir, excuse me. Sir, stop. I turn to face her, thinking she realize her mistake. You vacant be in here. You'll have to wait outside to get your items. I stare at her in disbelief for a minute. No recognition on her face. No, I'm getting. You have to wait outside. The inside of the store is closed to customers. I work here. You're my supervisor. Are you kidding me? I'm getting my paycheck. Leave me alone. I get my check, leaving the store as she gives me a death glare. Thankfully I didn't stay long after the summer. Job started to suck as the cool people left and I had to work with Troy, the 38-year-old Kmart lifer. The next post from Needmoresnakes is titled Am I a Replicant? At work, phone rings, I answer phone, say hello, the business name and my name, I believe it is a fairly standard way to answer a business phone. Customer. Yes hello are there any people working there today? Me. Ah, were you after a specific person? Customer. No I just want to talk to a person me. I'm a person. Customer. Well can you help me? Me. If you tell me what it is you need I'm sure I can assist. Customer. Oh right, I need blah ended up being a fairly routine inquiry and he just wanted someone in sales but come on mate I don't sound that much like a robot do I? The next post from DC Sally is titled, she just called me a slur. I did what? Dot. This was a few years ago when I was working at a small non-profit, specifically, as a supervisor of sorts for interns getting to know our work and assistant to the director. Fundraising and donations are the bloodline to keeping non-profits going and so every year we had a major fundraiser where we invite speakers from around the country to attract more attendees. This is especially important since we were based in college town that was quite a ways out from major cities interested in our work. However, since the town and the non-profit were small, the director pretty much knew most people attending. As someone who was still at the college at the time and wasn't that social, I wasn't in the know as much about our attendees. Since the main purpose of the event was a fundraiser, we had a list of people that had prepaid for this tickets but we're also taking ticket payments at the door. I was helping check people in at the front with one of the interns, working separately since a lot of people were checking in at that point, when one man comes in. We ask for his name. He then says that the director owes him some money and should just be allowed in, not giving his name. Obviously, I don't buy it and the director comes over. The man then turns to my director, points at me and says, she just called me, insert the N-word, 
I am absolutely floored and the intern with me was also stunned to silence. The man, who was black, then starts laughing and the director, who is smiling himself, points out that he was a friend and we shake hands in greeting after I recover from my initial shock. Given the director's reaction, I don't think he believed the accusation for a second but he didn't say anything about it after. We didn't have any interactions afterward, negative or otherwise, but I remember the intern saying that that definitely didn't sound like me at all. I don't work there anymore but all the R, I don't work here lady stories made me think of this incident so I thought it'd be fun to share. The next post from Duke of Duke 1 is titled I don't care about your money lady. Dot. A few years ago I started a small bluegrass festival. I've been building it slowly each year and we got pretty sizable, 800, 1000, turning out for the day. I decided this year, 2019 before the, Rona, I'd hire a professional lighting engineer to bring in lasers, smoke machines, all the stuff you'd expect at a bigger show. It's about 5 o'clock and I'm moving around the building checking in with volunteers and making sure everything is going to plan, when a volunteer directs a Karen to me. These lights are too bright. I don't like them. I can't see. She is the only person all day who has had anything negative to say about the professional light show accompanying the music. Me. Oh well I'm sorry you feel that way, we've been really excited to have, Company X, delights for us this year. Well I demand that they be turned off, who do I talk to? Well mom, I'm actually in charge here, so you can talk to me. She's obviously a little disconcerted to have some scruffy millennial to complain to, but she presses on. Well, I don't like the lights and want him off. Well I'm sorry mom, but everyone else is really enjoying them and you're the only one to complain. If, if you don't turn the lights off, I'm going to take my money back. I love that she thought at an event with a thousand people I'd stop the lights show so I could keep her $15. Tears of joy it was with the utmost gratitude I was in the position to say, Mom I would be so glad to personally give you your money back and you can be on your way, complete with total shit-eating grin. Best. Feeling. Ever. The next post from Saint of Mystery Cat is titled, Oh, I thought you were just a bathroom person. Dot. When I was 18, I started working at a coffee shop. It was terrifying, I hadn't done anything like it before and most of my co-workers did not do much to hide their annoyance of the new girl, who was still learning the ropes. A couple months after I got hired, I heard they were finally hiring someone new, I knew nothing about them but was very relieved I wouldn't be the newest employee anymore. There was only one bathroom that was shared by staff and customers, and the public had to awkwardly walk behind an area of the counter and into the back of the store. This was where we kept a large selection of coffee beans sold for home use, and was usually where new employees would start out. When I came in for my shift, the new hire was behind the counter bagging beans or something. He was a bit younger than me, and when I walked by him to get to the back, we greeted each other with cheerful customer service smiles. I had no interest in being on the floor even for an extra minute or two before my shift started, and figured we'd have a more complete introduction when I clocked in. Before long I had to re-emerge to the floor, and first thing I logged into my drawer next to the new hires. When he saw me wearing an apron and at a register, he looked at me with a surprised but still cheery expression, and proclaimed, oh. I thought you were just a bathroom person. I explained that nope, I work here too, and from there we more sufficiently introduced ourselves and started chatting as we had time to. From the get-go we got along pretty well and realised that we had a surprising amount of shared interests. His natural friendliness made me feel more at ease than I had since I started, and I enjoyed showing him the ropes and learning the more advanced things alongside him. Soon enough our shifts together were filled with laughter and dumb ongoing jokes and boy talk, and then our work friendship became a very real friendship. 
It's been 15 years since then, and he's still one of my best friends and favorite people in the world. We've seen each other through huge life changes and heartbreaks, and even spent a year as roommates. At some point we became family, and even when we're both horrible at keeping in touch I never feel like we truly drift apart. I'm getting married next year, and am excited to have him as my bride's dude. Every so often I jokingly give him crap about the fact that his first words to me were calling me, just a bathroom person. I know most of the posts here about annoying customers, but I thought I'd share a story about someone confusing me as a customer that ended up being a really important moment in my life. The next post from Sitka007 is titled I do work here but. Apologies about spacing or spelling. I'm on mobile and I sometimes type slower than I'm thinking. So I just started working at this grocery store and it's my first day. They have us training on computers in the break room for the first day and it went well. I hit the end of my shift so I wanted to check in with the store director and let him know what was going on with my training. I went up to the customer service desk as it was next to where the office was. There was a guy standing there when I walked up and he turned to me. I can't remember his exact words but he asked me if I could help him. Me being new and having never worked with the system told him I didn't know how to help him. This confused him and I told him, I could go get someone who could help him, this caused me to turn to a bagger and ask them if they knew how to get someone up to customer service, as I asked I realized that due to the mass hiring that was happening they were probably a new hire as well. They didn't know how but the cashier did. The cashier called someone up and I went off to go find the store director to talk with him. In the end both the customer and I got what we wanted. The next post from some random American is titled I do work here, we've literally been working together all day. Dot. X post from, R. Tales from retail so several years ago I worked as a, spirits consultant, in a rather large regional liquor store. While the title may sound glamorous, apart from the occasional perk or being able to try a new whiskey while on the clock, I was basically a glorified cashier. I had just been moved to another store following a rather catastrophic falling out with a co-worker at my original store, who had decided the best way to train me was to corner me in the warehouse and scream at me about how I was an utter failure and would never amount to anything in life, a story for another time. I had subsequently been moved to another location roughly the same distance from my home. On my first day I was quickly introduced to the store's management staff, as well as the floor crew covering everything else. It was midweek, ordering was done, and it was a slow store, so I spent the majority of my time rotating bottles in the aisles or up front by the cashiers, it was that kind of store. In truth that first shift we'd had maybe 20 customers store-wide over 9 hours, hardly a rough shift and there wasn't much to do. So my end of shift time rolls around and I decided to grab a 12-pack with my oh-so-generous 10% employee discount and take it up to the register, manned by a cashier I've literally been talking to all day. And then she asks me for ID. I'm in full company uniform, logo and all. We've been working together her entire shift. Bear in mind, this is a company that requires all employees to be 21 at a minimum. Even customers have to be 21 to step foot in the building and buy potato chips, there's no way I'm underage. I ask if she's serious. She reiterates that she isn't sure if I'm of age and is required to check. I stare at my co-worker who clearly isn't all there and hand over an ID, which is where things get even more stupid. See at the time my company had a policy that if you were under 25, a manager had to approve that your ID wasn't fake. So my co-worker, in her infinite wisdom, calls for a manager. The very same manager who had introduced me to the entire staff a few hours ago. He comes over, seemingly confused, and asks what the issue is. She replies, 
maybe slowly realizing the stupidity of the situation she herself has created, simply murmurs, I can't be sure if he's 21. The manager glances between her, me, her me, the 12 pack of cores, her, me, her, me, the 12 pack again, her again, and back to me before telling me to just take the pack on the house and come back tomorrow. I don't know if it was a coincidence but I never worked with her again. The next post from Stigley is titled Just Digging a Hole. Dot. I used to live in a semi-rural neighborhood, and back in my youth I got roped into helping out in my local church, cutting the grass, cleaning the gutters, helping hand out hymn books occasionally. As we're a rather old church dating back to the 12th century, we can't use mechanical diggers, so it's all by hand, and we've an appointment next Thursday. It rained all weekend. It rained Monday. It rained Tuesday. By Wednesday lunchtime it had stopped, but there is a wedding on at 3pm, so can't really do anything until they're gone. So by 6pm I have my tarps out covering the grass, cut the turf and start digging. Sodden spadefuls spatter on the tarp. At 8pm I have a break for something to eat and drink and to grab a light, old kerosene lantern. I'm still digging at 10.30pm, it's fairly dark, but there is enough light to see from my lantern and the street lights at the edge of the churchyard, and it's not as if it's a precision job. The 10.35pm bus goes past, and a few minutes later I see flashing lights, and then two bright lights coming towards me. Now at this point, I'm slightly over four foot deep in a 6x4 hole in a graveyard with a spade in my hand. Bright light number one shining in my face, what are you doing? Me. Looking at my spade, the soil, the hole, digging a hole, got a few more feet to go, everyone's got a smart mouth. Bright light number two, get out the hole, me. Why, I need to dig this, BL number one, out now, so I climb out the hole. Ah, with the lights not in my face, I can see it's a couple of cops. Me. I assume someone on the bus reported suspicious activity in the churchyard. You want to see the appointments calendar and plot book? I've got them in the vestry if you want to check. I pull out the keys to the church and walk towards the vestry door. Open it up, but the light on and ask, since I've stopped work for a bit, do you want a coffee? So explain to the cops that I need to get the grave dug for the funeral tomorrow morning. Due to the bad weather, I've not been able to get it done before now. Showed him the calendar entry for the service tomorrow, and the plot book showing the same name on the plot I was digging. So the left after drinking some of the vicar's coffee, I can't stand the stuff, and said they'd make a note that I was working there for another couple of hours so hopefully I shouldn't get any more visits from them. I don't blame whoever phoned it in. It's a historic site and shouldn't be abused, but I do wish the cops didn't have to shine their lights in my face ruining my night vision. The service the following day went well, and I put all the soil back in the hole by 6pm. TLDR, got reported to the police for digging in a graveyard. I was digging a grave. Plot book, as it says, it's a book with a map, listing all the plots in the churchyard and the contents. As the churchyard was near the river, when the ground got wet, it tended to stay wet for a while. We didn't use the far end of the churchyard where it sloped towards the river as things tended to float as the water table was that high. The next post from Plastic Nap Time is titled Hey where's that guy that was here? I'm a female electrician. I completely understand how rare that is, and that you wouldn't immediately assume that when you look at me. I choose not to wear company clothing and I don't like wearing tool belts. Later this month I'm taking the exam for my master's license, so I'm certainly not new at this job. Anyway, I'm working in the electrical panel and a guy from the neighborhood, like I mentioned in my last post here, it's always, always the old men, walks up to me and asks, hey, where's that guy that was here? Me. I don't know, what guy? Him. 
The one who does the electrical. Me. I'm doing the electrical. Him. Oh ah. Uh, scratches back of head why 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 yeah but he was helping me out, answering some questions I have. Me. I gotcha. He's my co-worker but he left. Him. Well who else is here? I saw him with another guy. Me. It's just me here. Is there anything I can help you with? Him. UHM. So they're both gone. Ha. Huh? He was explaining how my switches work. Yano there's so many. I'll just wait till I see him around again. Me. Yeah, good idea because he did such a great job explaining it to you the first time. Him. Huffs and stomps off I'm good with it. It's not like I get paid any extra to answer simple questions that were just answered an hour ago. I was there when he talked to my co-worker, by the way. He doesn't understand why he has dead switches. We put in two switches for ceiling fans. One operates the fan itself and one is there in case the fan comes with a light. This guy has fans with remotes, so the remote kit is hooked up to the switch for the light. Therefore the one for the fan isn't functional because the remote now controls both the fan and the light. Really complicated stuff, I tell ya. Today's last post from Inebriated Gorilla is titled The Baby-Faced Teenager. Disclaimer, lots of gym-related jargon, and you may find it difficult to follow if you're not that much into workouts, etc. Also, kilogram, kilograms, and not pound is the popular unit of weight where I live. Gyms in my city opened last week. I joined from the 1st of July. There was this ultra-skinny baby-faced guy in an instructor's uniform. I assumed he was one of them newbies who somehow managed to get a hold of their cousin's shirt. It was thus a big surprise when I came to realize that he is, in fact, an instructor there. Has COVID been so hard on the gym that they're hiring teenage noobs as instructors now? Came Friday and I stepped in a bit earlier than I usually do. Mr. Teenage Nooba was deadlifting 20 kilograms on either side of a barbell. He did a few reps and sat down. To get up after I'd done two sets of pull-ups. He added a pair of 10 kilograms plates and did another few reps. I was now convinced that he got the job because he's related to the gym owner. I went on with my business until I was back at the deadlift stations later, for bent over rows. I don't do deadlifts, etc. due to a knee issue, but that's a different story. He was still going at it, but had four plates on either side. So it was now a 180 kilograms deadlift considering the barbell rod is 20 kilogram. He extracted five reps off it before taking one of his long pauses again and, after I was done with two sets, he added the 10 kilograms plates to either side and did five more reps before sitting down again. Thankfully, I do not show my emotions or he'd see my jaws hit the gym floor. Also, I try to treat everyone with respect until they disrespect me, and had always been respectful to this guy thus far, never letting my shallow perception get the better of me. Edit. To clarify, I took the guy for the gym owner's kin and not a real employee until he did some real lifts that triggered some further mental gymnastics at my end. If there's a Karen in this story, it's me.